Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? I'm good man, I'm uh, having to deal with what can only be described as um, uh, airline dilemmas and also a maggot infestation uh, in a bin outside this very window. Um, You're currently (laughs) trying to deal with a rotten um, insect that's floating around the studio that you're in right now, Uh, and uh, you're rather perturbed by it, but um, I am dealing with the slightly younger variant uh, of... um, It's very hot days. Um, For some reason, the the refuse truck didn't come round completely last Wednesday, uh, and so we've had our bins for uh, two weeks, uh, and so we've uh, had an infestation station magnets in a bin so i've been killing maggots all morning this happened last year this happened last year i think i spoke about on this very show last year it just seems to happen one week (laughs) in the summer we got maggots baby it's disgusting that's pretty fun yeah Mm. i've got this uh i'm back at my desk i've just got back from sendai after Mm. destroying the the broad japan studio (laughs) and uh just about to go live like there's a sound like rain on my window right Mm. the sound of it has been raining heavily recently um but it's not. It's just like loads of really big, scary insects just smashing into the window. Trying to get like in. Like a scene out of Alfred Hitchcock's movie The Birds. <laughs> but instead it's insects, which isn't quite quite as captivating or terrifying as, as the concept of birds. But mm. insects, it's my first <laughs> short film. They're coming for you. They're coming. But God, it's, uh, it's weird. Today, the studio's finally gone. It took two days. The team turned up. There's about four of them. Mm. And they dismantled it in... A disturbingly short amount of time, you know. I was going to get emotional. Just I was, I was going to sit there and very emotionally <laughs> gaze upon them taking it down over like many hours and many days, and it was gone in like ninety minutes. They'd like just smash the whole thing up and <laughs> taken it down. Oh. So the first day it was like pulling it apart, and the second day it was putting it in the van. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was sad. And what was really strange is once the um, the set had gone, I realised how small the studio is mm. like the space it was in i looked at it and i wondered like how the bloody hell did it all fit in there you know it's incredible isn't it how like space changes when you put things in it like, yeah it sounds so lame Do you but think with that- the new studio in tokyo we've had that like it felt like if it was kind of like oh this is a good size and then once we put the furniture in it was like okay this is really stupidly big and i don't know what to do with all this space now mm. so 
It's weird. <laughs> Furniture. The uh, the uh, we we are in a. Uh, I mean, I guess if they're taking it apart, do they have like diagrams mm. to be able to put it back together? Because obviously they created it like so many years ago. Are they still going to have those documentation that? allows you to especially because it's going to be going in a different configuration in your mm. new place it's 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 I, I i wouldn't know where to bloody start yeah i mean i th- they clearly they do have designs on it It was only two years ago when they built it mm. it was less slightly less than two years ago now yeah yeah um yeah. when they did it and uh yeah they they knew what they were doing and it's exciting because they're going to expand it by about 40 percent um and we're gonna i think i mentioned last week we're gonna build this whole new section on this like 1980s Japanese um, sitting room and I look forward to although I've just ruined it spoilers mm. for all of you guys listening to the podcast I want to have a scene where I look like I'm just in some person's house <laughs> I've literally just broken into a Japanese person's house and I'm moping in the sitting room and then the camera pulls back and we reveal it's the abroad in Japan studio just like we did two years ago when it looked like I was at some shit bar with this really weird barman pouring my drinks mm. and it pulled out to reveal it was Natsuki and it was in the new studio so I want to <laughs> I want to steal I want to plagiarise my own idea from two years ago um, but yeah no it's exciting it's really cool and um, but a little bit sad because this mm. kind of marks the absolute ending of my time in Sendai after sort of must be six seven long pretty happy years in Sendai it's a mm. great city to live to visit oh, I feel bad I get I get loads of like Foreign tourists turning up going, oh, Chris, we went to Sendai because of you. Don't do that. There's nothing there. <laughs> Don't do that. There's, There's nothing, nothing there. there. Well, you just said it was good was... a second ago. Now you said it sucks. It is good. To <sighs> live. To live. Okay. You know, it's kind of like Hartlepool. <laughs> you want to go there to... Oh, I don't know if you would, actually. It's a, it's a bad example. Don't ignore what I just said. But, like, yeah, it's it's a good place to live. Very comfortable. Very nice. Near the sea. You've got your mountains. You can ski in the winter. You can splash around in the summer. But... There's there's like not much to do unless you right. like cow tongue, which is their local delicacy. If you like mm. gyu tongue, you're in. You're in. Other than that, you're sorted. Nah, there's better places. <laughs> there's better places to go. Mm. Um, and when you're over here, Pete, over the summer, providing you you, you make it through the summer, come, I'll, come and, I'll, come and, I'll come and sleep in your uh, in in your uh, studio. Come sleep in your yeah. air-conditioned studio. Keep an eye. It on looks it, like. For you. Well, it looks like it might be finished like the the day I fucking leave uh, to come back to the UK, <laughs> and then obviously uh, you're coming over to Japan, and I won't be here. But you can like get well, you could break into it, yeah, roll around, Have a, roll around, eat all the sweets, eat all the candy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. They didn't say anything about all the candy because yeah. that's been there two years as well. Oh, oh, that'll get lost in transit, no doubt. Suddenly, they've all I it's all not. been eaten. <laughs> if they eat that candy, it's going to be worse than COVID nineteen outbreaks going on. Honestly, it's also. I mean, two years. Some of that stuff expired eighteen, nineteen months ago. <laughs> it's probably cholera and Ebola virus and all sorts of all just delicious, disgusting stuff. all just delicious stuff. Well, hopefully they can replace it all. Yeah, and the thing they're going to expand the sweet shop as well. So, yeah, don't don't break in and steal it all. But well, <laughs> maybe rather than break in, we'll yeah. let you in. And you can enjoy it at your own pace. <laughs> well, when you come at my leisure. <laughs> you can have it. Like a trip to Disneyland. Yeah. But not as good. Uh, we've got a story this week from uh, Carrie Webb, who says, Hello, Captain Chris and Perky Pete. I was in Tokyo a few weeks ago for a week, just being a tourist. I'm a black middle-aged woman who sometimes walks with a cane. So after about three days, my friend and I gave up on the subway because it was exhausting. Took cabs everywhere for the rest of the week. We were in 
a lot of cabs, and there were a lot of eccentric drivers and rude behaviour. One cab, <laughs> I love, I love, I love this. Having like so many cab journeys to, because so, we only, I've only flirted with cabs here and there. But if you're going everywhere <laughs> in cabs, like you must be having the best, worst, confusing time ever. Brilliant, love this. <laughs> I don't know where this is going but yeah. one cabbie took off uh, before the door was closed bloody hell I've never had that happen <laughs> uh, I had to yell at him in Japanese that the door was still open <laughs> at which point he slammed on the brakes and I lurched forward half in and out of the car <laughs> the entire ride seemed kind of worrisome uh, since the driver seemed a little bit older than us and was driving a bit erratically I was really glad to have made it out of that one uh, without getting into an accident um, I was in a cab with Charlotte a few weeks back and uh, he must have been what maybe like 100 112 years old <laughs> and I literally saw him and I said oh, I'll go to this place Yeah, and he just went oh, oh yeah and just didn't really listen and just started driving and I was like are we going to go are we going to go where we, where we go? need to be yeah yeah and I, I said to Charlotte Let's put, uh, make sure your seatbelt's on tight for this one. Uh, and we, we went down this highway, and it was terrifying. He was driving, like, over the speed limit, like yeah. 100 kilometres per hour. Nice. Going around these sharp bends, and I was like, this is the scariest moment of my life. But he got us there in one piece, so don't give up on the elderly. Don't give up. Uh, another, cabbie, another cab driver refused to go down the block to where we were in Akihabara by saying the street was blocked to traffic when it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, cars have been going up and down the block as we were waiting. And I tried to explain to him in my broken, written Japanese that he needed to come uh, to me because of my cane. But yeah. he wouldn't do it. He was right. complaining about me taking too long to get there, even after <laughs> I explained that I walked slowly. And to please wait, maybe he did understand me and just didn't believe me about the cane because when he saw me hobble up to the car, he began to apologise profusely about not going <laughs> down the block. Oh, another cab driver... These damn cab... Another cab driver dropped us at our destination, slammed on the brakes, hopped out of the car with a speed I didn't know was even possible to open a door, and told us in a kind of rude Japanese to get out. What the hell? He didn't even trigger the automatic door, he just told us to get out. I racked my brain trying to figure out what we did or said to make him act that way. It could be that my middle-aged friend, uh, who's a bit hard of hearing was speaking loudly. I know talking loudly is kind of a no in Japan. We weren't shouting, though, so I don't know if talking uh, above a whisper in public is that bad or if the cab driver was possibly just racist. Uh, I, I mean, you can talk as loudly, la- loudly as you want in a cab. Like, yeah, you're in a uh, cab for crying out loud. It's your cab. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. It, it must uh, be not every of, ride was like this. It, it must be quite weird to sort of like, sort of have that, like, you know, as I've said mm. before, you know, um, black people obviously have to move through the world way differently than, than we do. And so, like, there probably is a part of your brain that sort of goes, right, is this guy just mad or is this more dogmatic expression of how he is feeling? So it's all kind of, like, it must be torturous to have that, to have that in your world. Mm. Um, but, um, I mean, I guess, I mean, he picked them up. So that's what I don't understand. I, I, it's absolutely bizarre. That is weird. Yeah. That is weird. Like she wasn't um, paying attention. The suddenly went, get out! <laughs> I've, suddenly, I've suddenly noticed something. Jeez, oh. The carry does end on a, on a, on a more cheerful note, I think. Uh, not every ride was like this. But to have experienced this many cab incidents in one week than I have in my entire lifetime living in New York City makes me wonder if there's something particular to Tokyo or Japan that would attract eccentric uh, cab drivers. <laughs> All the best, Carrie Webb. I mean, a lot of the cab drivers in uh, in Japan are farmers sometimes. Right. And, uh, out, but farmers. that's usually in the winter months or the summer months. Oh, so they come yeah. to... The, so they finish 
toiling in the fields and then they head in and they taxi for the rest of the, the years. Ah. I hope I'm not making that up. <laughs> just say it, mate. What we don't know. Just say no, it for crying I think out I'm. Uh, I I think I'm getting confused with snowplow drivers. So Good, nice. Backtrack everything I just yeah. said. Well, I mean, the snowplow honest, drivers. I think if you farmers. do whatever um, uh, race you are, if you get in someone's snowplow, I think they're allowed to <laughs> slam on the brakes and tell you to get out. But um, but yeah, th- thanks for that message, Gary. <laughs> uh, um, that's uh, that's that's absolute banger. More more uh, more stories from your, your 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 Tokyo, if that's all right. Brilliant stuff. Just dedicate our podcast episode to <laughs> cab driver yeah. stories. Carries in, cabs uh, in Tokyo. We've had some crazy ones over the years the, I mean the greatest story was still the uh, the cab driver that drove the drunk woman from Yokohama to Totori yeah, he just kept going uh, just kept going he just kept going 800 <laughs> miles down the road yeah and then he got there and he was like here's the bill it's quite big and she yeah. went nah I'm not paying that <laughs> yeah and just got out the car and walked off nice and then got in a lot of trouble as he would the, I just can't believe he said yes like I've I've made some ludicrous requests in the past when I when I the trains weren't operational, and mm. I'm amazed at how far they go. But Totori, like what the bloody anyway? Uh, <laughs> what's going on in Japan this week? Cab drivers and shenanigans aside, what's the news in Japan this week, Mister Dawson? Oh, big story, big story. Um, uh, Abe Shinzo Abe's uh, death uh, in God. When when was he killed? Was it last year? It was one sort of, year ago. Was, yeah, one year. Pretty ago. much July, one year. Yeah, July eighth, twenty twenty two. He was giving a campaign speech in Nara City, uh, and mm. uh, a man uh, by the name of Tetsuya Yamagami, uh, forty two years old, um, shot um, Shinzo Abe with an improvised. Um, weapon and he is still getting letters from well-wishers and people sympathetic to his plight uh, sources say the killer uh, yeah because he um, uh, because he targeted Abe because of the lawmakers uh, close ties with the Unification Church which we've spoken about at length uh, before on the mm. show formerly known as the Family Federation for World Peace and Unification he blamed the church for his miserable childhood uh, his mother's large donations meant that there wasn't enough food on the table at meal times and so he's, he's just getting a lot of love from people who possibly have had similar experiences uh, with that particular uh, church but uh, his lawyers are going to be um, seeking to delay the start of his trial until 2024 um, he he, uh, they, they have to sort of go through mm. loads of evidence uh, in connection with the slew of charges their client faces. I would say that it's one of those kind of like O.J. Simpson um, style cases where, hey, look, I'm going to give it a good old go, but it's going to be very hard for me to get this person off because there's a lot of evidence in one direction. And obviously this man mm. clearly killed Shinzo Abe with an improvised uh, gun. The lawyers say their client has no health problems, still receives a large number of letters, uh, largely people from uh, empathising with the circumstances that, circumstances that uh, drove him to doing what he did. Um, and he's, he's currently being held at the Osaka uh, Detention uh, House where he has weekly visits from his lawyers. I think you'd probably go down, Chris. Um, I think it's difficult to, uh, to 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 think otherwise, but he, you know, I, as you get with these high profile cases, um, you, you do get a lot of um, a lot of uh, dispatches from people who who feel similarly left behind. It's such a bizarre situation, yeah. you know, how quickly shock turned to uh, well sympathy for the, yeah. the killer and his mm. motives. Um, yeah. Like for those of you who don't remember uh, the assassin or the killer Tetsuya Yamagami. 42-year-old guy. His mum uh, was part of this unification church. Right? A pretty shady organisation, no doubt yeah. about that. Uh, and she basically coughed up all their family money 
we're talking tens of thousands of dollars, maybe hundreds of thousands, if I recall. All the family money gone to this church, ruined the family, caused untold distress and issues in the family, as happens when uh, family members give all the money to a shady cult. And then he took it out on Shinzo Abe, which I still feel was quite an odd target um, to take it out on. Because um, mm. Shinzo Abe, I, I'm not sure how heavily you know he was working with this church. I know he like shouted them out in a speech once and did like a speech. I think Donald Trump did a speech for them as well, right? Amongst other people, like, lots of politicians did it. And uh, this church worked closely with the political party in Japan, the LDP do them favours, basically, and help them with their rallies, uh, political rallies. Very weird relationship. Very, very bizarre relationship. Um, but they're not a popular organisation. Um, it doesn't help that they're from Korea, South Korea, mm. and there's already a lot of uh, uh, kind of not great feelings towards Korea and Japan. Did you know, like, uh, Samsung hide their logos on their technology in Japan? Oh, do they? Like a Samsung phone, the logo's gone. You oh really? They the don't logo. have them in in Japan because nope. it's just not popular because they're Korean. Interesting. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's more to it than that, but that's what Riotro told me before. He was like, "The reason is because Samsung is a Korean company, and people in Japan aren't overly happy yeah. with that." So Samsung yeah. Galaxy, it's uh, it's just called Galaxy, the phone, and uh, there's no Samsung on it. Ah, um, but anyway, back to this. But yeah, it was incredible how quickly the tide turned, the situation turned around, flipped over, and um, people sort of turn this have like the sympathy for the killer mm. um which does, is does obviously happen. wrong because he killed like, a he man. assassinated a prime minister uh <clears throat> with uh a very improvised shotgun and i i saw uh, a cosplayer like people like this is so white there's a cosplayer just like going <laughs> as the killer with another improvised shotgun i saw it at like a, a rally the other day or a protest so yeah what a bizarre situation mm. but um yeah i uh, and obviously the state funeral last year shinzo Abe had a state funeral that got a lot of hate as well people didn't want that to happen i think most of the public were against it um so yeah the uh, shinzo Abe, the arguably the most powerful post-war prime minister um has gone on to become the most dis like disliked universally across the country mm. um despite his uh his end and and how it all ended. It's really bizarre. Honestly, I still can't believe it all happened. And I can't believe it was a year ago already that uh, it all went down. But um, yeah, there you go. Mm. It's crazy, isn't it? Even in Japan. Uh, you know, they say there's no gun violence in Japan, but uh, it does happen because they make their own weird guns. They make their improvised <laughs> shotguns. Honestly, incredible that he made that damn thing. Mm. I don't know how he did it. Uh, we're back to moment, guys, with the stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I might have a little chat with my mate Chris, or go for a walk with my dog Sammy, or if I was in Japan, I might take a dip in a hot spring, hike up Kamikachi, or attempt to eat the deadliest puffer fish in the world. You know, normal stuff. But it's hard to know what to do with your time and how to spend it wisely. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can prioritise your time and fill it with things you actually enjoy. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. With BetterHelp, they guide you each step of the way to start to spend your time on your own terms. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash japan. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? Hello, pristine Pete and contaminated Chris. Max from Chicago Aww. here. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I was wondering if you'd rather be fluent in Japanese and able to speak and have conversations, but not be able to read and write or vice versa. What would be more useful in your daily life or in general? De reading or de speaking? As you drink a Picari sweat. I'm taking my sip, my You Picari wouldn't even know sweat. what was in that bottle. Oh. It would, it, I mean, because Picari sweat just looks like bleach, doesn't it? It's like a cloudy liquid. You. Nobody wants to drink that. Ugh. You need it. It's like 38 <laughs> degrees here. All right? In Sendai, it's like 30 degrees. I got off the train and uh, in Tokyo a few hours ago, hmm. and I, I got off with my friend. And we looked at each other and were like, what is this? Hmm. And it is insane. Like, it was a joke temperature. that I, I forget how bad it gets, and... Uh, Picari sweat. Let Picari sweat be your friend in the summer months in Japan. You need it. What was the question? Uh, I was wondering if you'd rather be fluent in Japanese, able to speak and have conversations, but not able to read and write, or vice versa. I would say being fluent in speaking Japanese is way more fun than reading and writing. And honestly, reading and... Actually, reading is quite important. Uh, Is it? I mean, compared to speaking, surely... (laughs) Just generally, True. I could get away with. You just ask with the not... waiter or waitress, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, nanny correct. What is this? In it. <laughs> what is this? Shit? Yeah, I, I think the Japanese language for me got really fun when I could just sit down with friends or mm. students or teachers and just chat and talk and talk with the people around you. And I think that is the essence of what makes learning a language fun. Yeah. At the same time, you know, it was really rewarding when I started learning uh, to read Japanese. And I, I'd say my reading got was better early on. Mm. Um, and I used to run down this highway at night and uh, uh, throughout the the evenings and um, gradually with each passing day as I learnt new words I could like make out new billboards and what they said and the shop signs and they began to sort of I could I could look at it and go oh yeah sake oh yeah mm. chocolate oh biscuits I could read it all it was amazing and and that was really good but it was you know being able to sit down and talk to people that is when it got really fun so yeah. 
would definitely recommend being conversationally fluent first. Um, we got one here from Emily. She says, hello, Chris and Pete. I've been listening to the podcast, uh, or to a podcast, called Kawabana True Japanese Scary Stories from Around the Internet. Yeah. And it's got me wondering, how superstitious are Japanese people in general? Uh, in the stories told in the podcast, it seems like beliefs in curses and hungry ghosts and kitsune and the like are a given. In your experience, do people give merit to the supernatural in Japan? What about you and Pete? Thanks for the entertainment, uh, Emily from the US. What do you think about that, Pete? You're Mr. Superstitious, aren't you? <laughs> I do not believe in ghosts, unfortunately. Uh, I very much what? enjoy the Wolf Parade song, um, uh, Sons and Daughters of Hungry Ghosts. Um, so whenever I hear about Hungry Ghosts, I always think of the excellent song <laughs> by Wolf Parade. <laughs> <laughs> what was that um, place in Kyoto, the street we went down? Was that something oh, superstitious? the yokai, was it the was it yokai street? The demon street? Yokai Street, yes. Yeah. But do they still Monster have street. those guys? Do they redo them every year? Because obviously a lot of that stuff was papier-mâché. You'd think that that wouldn't survive mm. um, a particularly strong torrent. I love the way we're like two days in Kyoto and all we did was look at some monkeys and then do that. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, where's the temples and shrines and the culture <laughs> and the food? Nah, monkeys nah. and papier-mâché monsters, isn't it? Exactly. Are you in your element, though? Are you in your element? I loved Just it. Going it brilliant. Up, a lot of fun. Going up to each monster. Yeah. And conjuring up a story out of nothing about who they were and what they did. I enjoyed that. I need to rewatch that. That was a good episode. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of superstitious stuff. The, the one, the I don't even know. It's technically superstitious, but like, you know, putting your chopsticks upright in the rice, right? Um, which is obviously a big no-no etiquette-wise in Japan, and that's because mm. of the funeral. Like funerals in Japan, they they do that basically with chopsticks, and then they pass around the bones. Of their ancestors after they've been cremated. Mm. Um, but there was... I, I don't know. They, I think people are quite superstitious in Japan, to be honest. I know Natsuki kind of is. He's kind mm. of... he Natsuki believes in ghosts. I remember he said he'd seen the ghost of his uncle once. Oh, lordy. Um, which is quite cool. Or he probably had one too many cups of sake <laughs> and a few too many cigarettes <laughs> and saw his uncle through the smoke. <laughs> I, I need to... I need to, uh, to, to film... Or interview him on that because mm. that could be quite interesting. Find out what the hell's going um, on with him. <laughs> I mean, he's adamant he's seen his uncle, but then Natsuki is adamant on a lot of things that mm. uh, remain dubious. But <laughs> I'd like to find out. Um, <laughs> I don't think Pete and I are particularly superstitious, though. Uh, I've never seen a ghost to date, and um, you know, I've been to places that have creeped me out. Mm. Like I went to the most haunted uh, Japanese inn in the country with Ryotaro and had a wander around at night. And it was kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, they encourage it's a, it's really weird. They encourage people to go around the Ryokan at night and sort of see if you can find things. And people have like these photos on Instagram of like a speck of dust on the lens, and they're like, "It's a spirit, a spirit." <laughs> it's like, no, it's just just clean the fucking lens. <laughs> just um, clean your lens, mate. One of those little <laughs> brushes with the bulb on it. But while we were there, like a duck, like a bird fell duck. off a shelf randomly. Oh. And that was like our big moment, <laughs> our scoop, Pete. You know, I remember like these like most haunted shows, where people like go in a, a house and look at and look around and go, "Oh, can you feel that? Can you feel the change? <laughs> can you feel a change?" I felt a bit like that. I felt yeah. a bit like that. <laughs> but the bed did fall off. It fell off. Gravity will do that. It. Gravity will do that. It for might have been gravity. Lines. I won't have it. I won't have it. But- <laughs> There was one bit of tell. There was something on the bird, if I recall. There was a <laughs> on the bird's leg, the left mm. leg. Yeah. There was some uh, some sellotape around it. 
Right. So, it's, <laughs> so, so it clearly broke it in the cle- past and someone <laughs> clearly fixed it with a yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Kids I think we solved that mystery. <laughs> we played it up in the video because we were desperate. We were like, oh, it's ghost, isn't it? It's just not a shit bird <laughs> product. Yeah, nice. uh, one last one from Simon. He says, hello, Chris and Pete. What is the story of Japan's fascination with Starbucks? I have mm. to say that the huge one in Nakameguro it's pretty cool, though. Thanks, guys. Simon in London. You, you know, I've still not been to that Starbucks, the giant Starbucks. I think the world's biggest or the yeah. second biggest. We've walked, walked past that, haven't we? You've got to get, like... But there's two mm. buildings, isn't there? You've got to get a, a receipt from the other one to stand in line in the other one. It's very bizarre. Yeah, you've got to, like, reserve a ticket. And the queue is always so big, it's kind of like, fuck that. But one, <laughs> I remember one time I stayed in a hotel across the road for, like, two weeks for a project I was doing in Tokyo. I stayed, like, a dormy inn, mm. which is a pretty meh hotel chain uh, across the road mm. and every day I was like oh maybe I'll just queue up in the no I won't because it's 120 minutes long <laughs> so I sort of walk past saying yeah oh, fuck this every day for two weeks and people love that Starbucks yeah there's like a, a cocktail bar and they do like chocolate milk and there's like four stories and from the outside it looks incredible this big glass building you can see all four stories from the outside but I, I queue for no one mm. and I don't care if God himself or herself is in that Starbucks preparing drinks. <laughs> I would still not queue for 120 minutes to get in that fucking door. But um, if they had those egg bites that are very delicious, I would I would queue <laughs> for days for those egg bites. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> I, what is Japan's fascination with Starbucks? I think it's because Starbucks really have gone the distance and put the effort in yeah. with Japan. I was in Starbucks in, uh, in the UK when I was back in January. And I, I, you just, people just don't go into Starbucks in the UK because it's a shithole. Yeah. It's crap. It's objectively like really awful. Everyone I go into, it's like a dilapidated branch hmm. that has been there for 20 years um, back when Starbucks sort of kicked off whatever in the UK. And then they didn't put the money in or reinvest it and everything's gone to shit. Whereas other chains are better. Uh, yeah. So I went in Starbucks and ordered a cappuccino, sat down to drink it, took a sip and they'd forgotten to put the shot of coffee in. So it was just hot water and some milk and it tasted <laughs> awful. I chucked it in the bin and I left the shop and I vowed never to set foot in Starbucks again in the UK. Whereas in Japan, it's really nice. They put the, they've really like splashed out on the interiors. The staff are lovely. They don't do the annoying thing where they ask you your name and then deliberately fuck it up for a mm. laugh, which is just kind of annoying. Okay. They just give you the drink and you go about your, your day and live happily ever after. <laughs> it's good, right? I mean, you've been to Starbucks. We went to, we've been to a few together. And it's, well, it's just, it's just, I mean, obviously, it. it's just the obsession with like Americana and stuff and how that, that just seems Cold to be coffee. more coffee. Yeah, I mean, like kind of a more of a, a premium yeah. style. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's great stuff. And, uh, and they just know what they're doing. And, um, pretty much it's one of the few places where I think everyone seems to speak coffee English. It's quite easy to order. It's good stuff. <laughs> on, on the, um, on the last big, silly cycle I did with Connor the, the charity fundraising one around Kyushu back mm. in March every single morning we would try and start our morning with a Starbucks at Connor's you know behest yeah uh, okay. you know, well, he, he wanted it he was like there's only one thing we must do we must have the Starbucks and he gets his panini and his mm. mountain of coffee and he you know but it's good. It's a good way to start a cycle yeah. if it wasn't for Starbucks we wouldn't have survived that bloody cycle so true, true yeah that. Starbucks Japan I know if you're if you're a UK listener, it's good. It's good. and if you, I think even in the, in the US, Starbucks isn't as good. Mm. In Japan, it's like a premium five star luxury experience. The drinks are good. The staff's nice. The interior is wonderful. Definitely one of my favourite coffee shops 
in Japan. Nice. And then and then Tully's. Tully's is good as well. <laughs> Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to abroadjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week, guys, still over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days, and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast. Bye for now. Bye! Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend that I don't right <laughs> Hold now. it in. Hold on. And our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.